0: Part of Cassidy will be played by Katherine Campion.
1: Austin, I was just thinking about you.
0: Coolness? Have you been thinking about coming back to work? We've been a little short-handed the last few weeks.
1: Interesting. Why do you suppose I've been in no hurry to get back to work? Huh? Tell me.
0: Uh, look, I don't know what you mean, but I know we've been really short on callers.
1: I wanted to hear him say the words. I wanted him to say he tossed his big, sweaty body on top of my little sisters and groped at her like ripe honeydew melon. With one finger on the X and the other on the 7, I was ready. All I needed was to hear him say the words. But before we got there, somebody beeped on my other
2: line. Yeah? Oh, Cassidy, I understand your impulses at the moment. I truly do. But I urge you to exercise restraint. I'm sorry, who is this? And how do you have any
1: idea what's going on?
2: You'll learn everything you need to know in the fullness of time. But first, hang up on Austin and we'll talk. (sighs) Okay. Alright, what's the story? The story is that if you carry out your grim plans with Austin, it will soon be discovered by Max, and that would be a colossal problem. How do you know about Max? Or Austin? Or me? Max and I were very close at one time. How close? We were married for eight blissful years. Years of utter delusion I now see. Oh, do I see it so clearly now? (sighs) But that's a matter for a different conversation. You need only know that as his ex, I have joint custody of the simulation you know as your universe. Ah, uh, so that's how you could
1: monitor my conversation with Austin.
2: Yes! It also means I can give you the unfettered access you desire. What
1: unfettered access do you mean?
2: Don't kid yourself, Cassidy. You resent the restrictions placed on you, don't you? You wish you could carry out your plans at will. I don't know what you mean. Yes, you do.
1: I'm not a murderer. Well, I mean, I am, but only of
2: bad and dangerous people, so it doesn't count. Of course! You would never abuse your powers in a way to satisfy your homicidal whims. You understand that deletions, however messy and unpleasant, must be performed for the greater good of society. Right. You want that power without the limits Max places on you, and I want it for you. What does that mean? It means you can perform deletions as you please, without authorization. It means the entire universe as you know it is quite literally in your hands. You will have control of everything. What about Max? He will have control of nothing. Something I've wanted for him for quite some time.
1: Why me? If you have access, why not just take everything for yourself?
2: Quite frankly, I don't trust myself. At least not until I've completed my post-divorce therapy sessions. Given my current state of elevated rage, I may be tempted to make changes to the male anatomy that would tend to make reproduction difficult and painful and hilarious. Ouch. Precisely. But you, on the other hand, you I trust. Thank you. I think. There is only one obstacle. Max has a password that enables him complete access to the simulation, and I'm afraid I don't know what it is. Could you get in touch with him and find out? Please? I could call, I suppose. But any attempt to get in touch on my part would very likely raise suspicions. We haven't spoken for several months since I found out about that friend he met at the conference. And it's always the redheads with him, always. Even that dumpy waitress with the bad teeth and the... I'm I'm sorry, could you find another time to come unglued? Sorry. Where was I? The password. Right. I don't have it. But if you gave him a call, perhaps...
1: I don't think I could fish out his password in a casual conversation.
2: Maybe not, but you may not have to. You see, there is a process through which one can recover a password. You simply need to answer a prompt question. What's the question? The name
1: of his first pet. With that, I was off to the races, calling Max like a kid with Santa Claus's phone number. a little scary to want all that power, but it wasn't like I was going to use it for evil purposes, right? I went back and forth for a while, the devil on one shoulder, battling it out with the angel on the other. And I have to say, the angel was kicking some serious ass for a while. But as soon as Max picked up, it was time to tuck my conscience in my back pocket and get back on mission.
0: Hello, Cassidy. Max,
1: old buddy. So nice to talk to you again.
0: Yes, so we actually don't have anything for you today, but I'll let you know. That's
1: okay, we can just, um, talk.
0: About what?
1: I don't know, anything? You know, we haven't really gotten to know each other at all, so I'm just curious about your planet. How far away are you guys from us again?
0: It's actually very difficult to explain, given your limited awareness of existence outside of your universe. It would be like explaining the distance from California. Ireland. to a dust mite who spent his entire life in San Diego.
1: Well, forget about the big picture stuff. Let's just talk about you. Any hobbies? Interests?
0: Pets? Uh, I hate to disappoint you, but here's the boring truth. For all the geographical distance between our worlds, I'm actually a lot like the humans you've encountered in your life. Except that I have a blowhole.
1: Oh, please don't tell me where.
0: It's Dale.
1: But, you know, speaking of pets, uh, you guys have them on your planet, right?
0: Sure. Our animals are a little different than yours. For example, we have a number of amphibious creatures.
1: That... <sighs> I wasn't expecting a lengthy dissertation of animal life on Max's planet, but it helped because it gave me time to think. I just had to wait for the right moment. ...because
0: they skin. But nonetheless, I, uh, insisted my parents get me one when I was 10. It later died about a year before I went off to the Navy when I was 19.
1: Aww, you really miss little, uh, whatever his name was.
0: And hers. And yeah, I sure did. But then, 10 years later, I... You
1: know, kids on our planet can be kinda weird with naming their pets. Uh, my first fish's name was Goldie, cause, you know, Goldfish, Goldie. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was 10 think my pet's name was that weird compared to some of my later pets like Mortimer, Thor, Aristophanes. I mean, compared to those, Candy was a pretty normal name.
1: And just like that, we were there. I couldn't hang up fast enough. Armed with the name of Max's pet, I could now follow the mystery lady's instructions and gain the access I'd been craving. I typed in the name and that was that.
0: You have successfully gained entry to Planet simulation variation 11659. Transfer of power will be complete in 90 minutes, at which time you will have access to all matter.
1: I could hardly wait. I figured I'd spend that hour and a half planning how I'd go about things, meaning who I'd target for deletion. Crooked politicians would be high on the list, as well as greedy businessmen, and I wasn't about to spare the murderers, rapists, and pedophiles taking up space in our prisons. And on our planet, who am I kidding, I mean my planet, I was going to turn the world into something glorious and special and perfect, a place nobody would recognize. But right in the middle of making a list and checking it twice, I got a phone call. Hello there.
0: Cassidy, what did you do? I don't know what you
1: mean, Max.
0: You know exactly what I mean. Somehow you went behind my back and got into the simulation system. Have you talked to Miriam? Who? My ex.
1: Maybe, but it doesn't matter, does it?
0: You're right. What's done is done. But can you do me one favor before you start? Name it. I've got one last deletion for you.
1: I figured I owed him that much. Without him, none of this would have been possible, right? So I waited for the name and number, then I dialed, expecting another shady hustler or corrupt statesman to answer. But no, things were a little more complicated than that. Hello? Um, hi there. Is your daddy home? Yeah, he is. Can I talk to him, please? Yeah. Oh, joy. A kid answering. Never got that before. Tinge remorse hits my tummy because now I'm about to take out this ten-year-old's daddy, but the remorse doesn't stick around long because I know the job well enough to know that if this kid's daddy wasn't a truly awful person, I wouldn't be making this call and having this monumentally awkward conversation.
0: Hello, it's Chuck. I'm sorry, Chuck? Yeah, Chuck Reinfeld. How can I help you?
1: I think I may have the wrong number. I'm, I'm looking for Bradley Reinfeld. Oh,
0: are you calling from school? I'm sorry? Yeah, his teacher, right? <laughs> sorry, I didn't recognize your voice. I've been a little busy and haven't been to many PTA meetings. Is there a problem at school?
1: Um, I'm confused. Are you saying Bradley Reinfeld is the child I just spoke to? Sure is. Uh, this is, this has been a big mistake. I'm sorry.
0: Hello, Cassidy.
1: Max, why am I targeting a child?
0: It's tough to explain. Try. Look, I've told you that your universe isn't exactly what you thought it was. Yes, we've covered that. And that you could think of your world, your universe, everything that you believe to exist as a simulation.
1: Max, we've been through all this before.
0: Well here's something you haven't been through. You might say that simulation isn't the best way to think of things. A better metaphor might be a dollhouse or an ant farm that can be bought and sold and owned by a child. A child like Bradley.
2: Wait what?
0: Well when I found out you we're taking control of the simulation. I decided to sell it before the transfer of power happened. I sold it to the Reinfelds. They were looking for a toy for their ten-year-old. No, Max,
1: you can't do that.
0: I just did. But don't worry, you're still able to perform deletions until the power transfers a little ratly. In fact, you've still got another four, almost five minutes. That should give you just enough time to dial up the little guy. And delete him. <laughs> What's the matter? Feeling a little shy? I'll dial. <sighs> if you don't perform this deletion, everything in existence will be left up to the whims of a 10-year-old child. You understand what that means? If Bradley wakes up one day and wants to yank Italy off the map or get rid of birds or make it so that rattlesnakes can fly, he can do that. And he's too young to understand the long-term consequences of his actions. Unless you want to spend the rest of your life walking on eggshells in an unstable, unpredictable world, you have to resolve this. And there's only one way to do that. Think you can do it? Oh, God.
1: Hello? Um, hi, Bradley. Who's this? I'm calling from the place where your parents
0: got that new toy of
1: yours. Yeah? What's wrong with it?
0: <laughs> 30 seconds, Cassidy.
1: Um, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I just want to make sure that you know what you're getting into. That's all. What does that mean?
0: Five seconds.
1: Uh, it means, um, please be careful with it. If you break it, we can't replace it. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's been two days since the transfer of power, and, well, the world seems pretty much as it did before. No tsunamis, no Lego fortresses popping up on the North Pole, no surprises yet. I haven't slept much. I keep wondering about what Bradley's first move will be. Will he fill the oceans with chocolate milk or build a second sun? Maybe he'll tamper with things until the penguins become our overlords. That might be fun. Or not. (sighs) The list of horrible ways the world could go wrong is way too lengthy. Maybe I'll get sleep someday, but every time I go to bed, I find myself getting up in the middle of the night and opening my door to check for penguins. Good news is, I haven't spotted any. So far, so good.